Welcome to Rope Access Tips, Tricks and Chats. As always, I'll be your host, Lee Greenwood, and I'd like to say welcome to this episode. This week, I'm going to have a bit of a chat about double protection. It seems to be a pretty hot topic. When I say double protection, everybody goes, yep, we need uh, we need two points, double protection, all the way through our system. But then we end up getting two rigging plates, and it's been a pretty heated discussion and topic that's been going on for quite a while and then um, and then all of a sudden Irata got involved and released a statement the Irata principle for double protection and everybody has just looked at rigging plates and gone oh we have to use two so that's what we're going to chat about this week so I'm sure there's going to be lots of opinions and maybe some people shouting at their computers with some of the things that I say if you've got any opinions definitely reach out to us find us on Facebook Rope Access Tips Tricks and Chats or you can jump onto our website, rattac.net, R-A-T-T-A-C.net. be great to hear from you. Maybe drag some of you in for a chat if you've uh, got a completely different opinion to mine. But anyway, let's crack on with it. First of all, I want to just sort of run through the uh, the statement that came out from Irata to get some background on, you know, what they're talking about. Um, we're talking about double protection. With uh, all of our rope access stuff, we we start with an anchorage. So an anchorage could be a big I beam. It could be uh, a wall that we're gonna uh, we're gonna be attaching to, and then we need to decide how we're gonna be fixing onto that. So that's our anchorage, and then we move to our anchor. So on that I beam, we could either put a sling around it, or we could install an anchor, drill a hole, put a through bolt through it. Whatever we do from that anchorage, so we, same with the wall, if it was a building, we might wrap a big sling around it or we might put a anchor into the wall itself. Whatever we decide to do there with our anchor, we need two. So that's where it all starts. So we've got our anchorage and then our anchor is where we need two. So we're not saying we must have two I-beams, but you know, that'd be great, but it's not always the case that we can have two I-beams, but we need to have two anchors. So that could be slings, it could be eye bolts. And then we attach to those anchors and we have our carabiners, we do our wire hang, we do our two independent points, however we're going to rig up our system. We won't be chatting about that today. And then we've got our ropes travelling down the path of where we're going to be uh, working all the way down to the ground. So from that anchor all the way to our harness, we need to have um, double protection. So we need two of everything. Two carabiners, two ropes, two connections, whether that's a backup device and a descender or double descenders, and then there'll be connectors, carabiners attached to those, and then we get to the harness. I'm not even going to open the discussion about wearing two harnesses and all of that, but I know that in the documentation from our R2 it says that you don't need to wear two harnesses, but we're going all the way from our anchorage, then our which is one, then our anchor, which is where the two starts all the way down to our harness. And then uh, we have uh, individuals out there using rigging plates. So this is where it got a little bit fruity, a little bit exciting. And people are there looking at a rigging plate and saying, well, it's good for 20, 30, 40, 50 kilonewtons, whatever it is. Why do I need to use two of them? Can I risk assess it to say that this is okay just to use the one of them. Um, I'm sure you could. 
if you're working under the uh, IRATA framework, it's saying that if you're going to be undertaking an assessment, you need to have double protection from the anchor all the way through to the harness. So if you're going to start using rigging plates on an IRATA assessment, I will be using two. For me personally, what do I do? I don't use them. Uh, get rid of the problem. I uh, I personally find that adding extra components to the system just uh, puts more time needed to rig it up, uh, adds more components, more things that we need to check. So I try and steer away from it. I'm uh, I'm a firm believer in from attaching a casualty onto something. Let's get him tied in. So then there's uh, there's less components. If I can tie the casualty directly into a system, then there's no need for. Um, extra carabiners carabiners can't get spun around can't get cross-loaded can't come undone so i'm a big believer in avoiding them and so that's why i've never really run down the road of rigging plates but if you are deciding that you're going to be using a rigging plate it does make a um a belay location um really neat you know you can have uh, two anchors with a couple of slings couple of carabiners coming into a rigging plate get it angled nicely have a couple of descenders attached onto there for your lifting and lowering, whatever setup you may have. And it, it looks really neat. It looks really tidy. If you are setting up that kind of thing, couldn't you just move one of your ropes off of that rigging plate? You know, your backup system. If you're using a, a main hauling system and a backup system, couldn't you move that and have it attached independently with a couple of slings? Personally, I'm not a big fan. I'm seeing this out there quite a lot in various photos on social media people putting a rigging plate and then clipping a sling in a loop through all of the carabiners so if the rigging plate does decide to explode or whatever we're concerned about um, and then there's this tape sling that's going to grab it I'm not a big fan of that I don't think it's um, it's giving us the independence that we want you know we're looking at bomb proof pieces of kit and then we're going oh we'll just put a really weak sling in there that's going to be taking shock loads so it's not really the thing that we need to be teaching technicians and then watering it down and it getting worse and worse. There are some manufacturers that have made rigging plates and there's um, they're already bolted together. Edelrid have a nice little four-hole rigging plate and it's got a, uh, a rivet, so there's two actual plates riveted together. My understanding is that the German Fire Brigade uh, requested that off of them a few years ago. This was before the whole double um, redundancy statement came out from Irata, so obviously there's other agencies that are thinking about this as well. DMM, with their range of uh, rigging plates, you can actually screw two of them together. It's not great. Uh, you need to be selecting the right pieces of equipment, the right types of carabiners, whether you're using carabiners or mayons to attach onto that then. And I think we're just adding extra issues in there, extra bits of kit that we need. So going back to what I said previously, I prefer to not have the rigging plate. All I'm after is uh, double protection. You know, I've got two ropes attached to me. Let's go back to the basics. We have two anchors um, independent, and then we have two ropes, and they're connected to uh, our casualty or our working load or whatever it may be attached to, the person that's working. And we seem to sort of tie ourselves up in knots. Pardon the pun there, but yeah, in making sure that we're making it look as nice and neat as possible. Other places that you start seeing uh, rigging plates getting used a lot is in our, you know, English reeves, Norwegian reeves, whichever type of setup that you need. Um, yeah, it does make it look nice and neat. I find when uh, 
when individuals decide to set one of these up, I've seen them set up on our other assessments. It seems to take a lot of time to set it up for a real simple task. You know, there's, uh, we're not doing massive complicated tasks on a uh, team exercise on an ARATA assessment. We're looking at lifting a load sort of up, across and down. And coming up with these systems uh, can chew up quite a lot of time getting it set up and getting the load moved. Whereas, you know, bringing it back to the basics of uh, two independent points, you can have a, a lifting component and a cross load component. And that's quite easily set up with tying knots and uh, a couple of carabiners, maybe a few pulleys. You know, so moving away from this big issue that we seem to be all tying ourselves up in with how can we use a rigging plate, you know. Let's eliminate. That's uh, that's the road I've run down. So what are the takeaways from this? Uh, for me, uh, we need to look at our hierarchy of control, you know. Have we got the uh, have we got the two points that we're look that we're needing? Are we using a piece of kit that we don't need to use? Could we remove it? That's gotta be the best option. If I can have the least amount of kit and the least amount of moves required to undertake a task, and there's less chance of me getting it wrong, keeping it as simple and straightforward as possible. So, elimination. Look at the gear you're using, I think. Do you actually need it? Don't run down the road of needing every piece of kit that's in the box, taking everything from the stores. If you're on an assessment, grabbing every piece of kit and having it hanging on your harness. Work out the task that you're going to do. Use the uh, least amount of equipment needed, because then there's... Less chance of you dropping stuff if you haven't installed stuff at a height. There's less chance of things getting cross-loaded. You know, you could remove carabiners and just tie into the uh, to the load or to the casualty or to the worker is always an option. So think about the gear that you're using and just making sure you've got two independent points. Pretty simple, really. That's two ropes. Get them attached onto the load or the casualty. Make sure you've got that in every direction. And then uh, we're going to be hitting that double redundancy quite easily that statement from Arata that can be uh, that double protection can be covered quite easily by going back to the absolute basics rather than trying to turn it into some sort of complicated system so as I said at the start this is obviously just my opinion on double protection I'm sure others have got varied opinions if you found you shouting at me while listening to this definitely reach out let's have a conversation you can get hold of me at uh, our Facebook page, Rope Access Tips, Tricks and Chats. You can drop us a line on our website, ratac.net, R-A-T-T-A-C.net. be great to chat to you and uh, see what your opinion is. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, please do. Press the appropriate buttons on whichever platform you're listening to us on and then you'll get the latest episodes. We're coming out weekly every Tuesday, 9am Sydney time. Uh, whatever time that is in uh, one of the 85 countries that people are listening to this podcast on, which is amazing. But anyway, for now, stay safe. I'll see you soon. Cheers. Cheers.